Today on Radio Italiana. Italians and the dead. A national obsession that goes back centuries. Coming right up on the Italian radio show. Folks and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show right here in the beautiful Palm Springs area, KMET 1490 AM or 98.1 FM, an affiliate of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Tony Lestella, with the lovely Marzia Caputo from Vincenzi, Italia. Marzia, come va? How are you doing today? Ciao a tutti, tutto bene, tutto bene. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Marcia. And you know, people can hear our show, of course, by if they're here down in the Southern California area on the radio stations. But we also have some other great affiliate radio stations across the United States. So you might be hearing us on a station near you. If you can't pick us up on a station near you, you can always go to our website which is WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio. Go to WCIR.biz. There's a link there on the page. Click on the link. It'll take you right to our page at KMET, where you can stream the show live on your computer or your mobile device from anywhere you are in the world. And not only can you listen to our show Mondays live every Monday, four o'clock Pacific time. But as soon as we're done, the show goes right into our archives and it's available there on our podcast with all of our other shows from the last seven years. We had hundreds of great shows, great topics, great guests for you to listen to over and again, share them with your family, your friends all over the world. We love our listeners and we have many across the country and around the world. Wherever you're listening to the show, welcome. Glad to have you with us today. Now, Marcia, you know, today our whole theme of the show, kind of an annual thing that we do around the beginning of November, and it's just so interestingly, today's show actually hits right on November 1st, is all about Day of the Dead, you know, uh, All Souls Day, All Saints Day. You got these national holidays. I mean, Italy is obsessed. It's obsessed with the dead. And I mean, we're not just talking lately. This goes back like thousands of years to the Roman Empire even. So I don't know what the story is, but we're going to have some fun with it. And we got a great guest, a great surprise guest, an occult expert, an Italian occult expert, going to be with us on the show in a little bit. So you're definitely going to want to hear what she has to say. But first of all, Marcia, let's get right into our news. What do you say? Yes, because I'm really, I would like to know what's going on in Paola. They have been there in Paola Calabria. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I tell you what, before we get to Paola Calabria, let's talk about these four people who died, okay? Because, uh, you know, everything we're doing now is about, of course, um, is about death. And even our news is about death. And you know what they say, Marcia? What? 
Italian news is stranger than fiction. All right. So <laughs> let me read the headline here. It says sour grapes, four dead on Italian vineyard in a freak winemaking accident. Guess there are two brothers and a fa- two, bro- two brothers, a father and a, and a son, another son were found dead after trying to save each other and a once in a million type of disaster. Okay. So four Italian men between the ages of 40 and 70 apparently perished while they were making, you know, wine. They were making, you know, they're processing the grapes there on their family vineyard in Italy. Okay. Um, this takes place, like you said, in the city of Paola, right? Paola, yeah. Is, uh, the southern region of Calabria. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a, 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 a two brothers, I guess, and then they had uh, people who were visiting them. Um, one of the victims, in fact, was not even supposed to be in the shed. I guess the shed had been condemned um, for several months because it hadn't been, you know, it wasn't large enough or whatever, okay? But it, nevertheless, they... Um, had essentially snuck in there to make the, the the wine there, okay? So the small the, the shed was too small, I guess, uh, without proper ventilation. And oh. believe it or not, these people actually they died from a high level of carbon dioxide, which I guess is released when you um you know when when, when, when you do when you process the grapes and stuff, make the wine, yeah. So, you know, um, come out like a, like a gas thing, come out. It's really, yeah, exactly. So I guess you're, you have to have a very, very well, um, you know, well aired, uh, out, uh, you know, well ventilated and it was not. And so this is what happened, uh, there. And apparently they tried to resuscitate them, but they were not uh, able to do so. There's no foul play, but certainly it is an, a, uh, an incident that you don't hear very often. It kind of fits right in with our theme of uh, of uh, Italy and the dead today, right? Right. It's really sad, though. Really, all sad. Very, very sad. A mistake, and that's what it could happen. Really sad. You know, another sad thing mm. is how much Italians are obsessed with the U.S. death penalty, okay? Italians are obsessed with it, okay? Italians, this is like frequently talked about throughout Italy, how much the... the the death penalty here in the United States just bothers Italians because, I mean, it's one of these things where I don't know. They, they see it gory. They see it as being totally, uh, unhumane. I mean, in Italy, uh, there is no capital punishment. In fact, Italians abhor capital punishment. Okay. It just goes against their grain. I'm not quite sure that why that is because if you go back far enough in Italian culture, I mean, back in the Coliseum days, they were butch. They were butchering. They were dropping like flies. They were killing so many people. You know. That's funny you say that. When I come back in Italy, every time they keep asking me, people, I can't believe you guys have death penalty. Well, not all the states. I try to explain that, but still, you have death penalty, and the police is all you know really cruel. They really mean. I said, no, wait a minute. Let me explain. So it's crazy how they see in here in the states. You know, it's exactly. So- and, and yet, and yet, you go back to a culture. That I mean, two thousand years ago, they were beheading people, they were crucifying people, they were throwing people into the arena to, to get eaten by the lions. This was like their death penalties back then. I mean, you know, so you know, and they have a problem with us doing it. I mean, come on, you know. But anyway, needless to say, I guess this is a topic uh, 
that's all over Italy uh, that's talked about frequently how much you know they think we're all barbarians here in the United States for doing the, the death penalty, you know? Oh, boy. All right, but getting right into this, okay, let's talk about Italy's fascination with death. They mm-hmm. actually, they actually have two days or like two national holidays. They have, they have November, well, of course, you have October 31st. Yeah. And even though they won't, you've only recently started celebrating Halloween for centuries and centuries, the witches, the Italian witches have celebrated that as, you know, this hallowed witches night there for, uh, you know, uh, for, you know, October 31st. But then you have November 1st, November 2nd, November 1st, of course, All Saints Day. November 2nd, All Souls Day. These are national holidays in Italy, folks. I mean, people get paid to, you know, to not go to work these days. You know, it's like yeah. they're independence day or something. You know, we are really high believe the death. If you will always have respect. You know, you pass the, I still do. When you pass the cemetery, you still do the sign of the cross for respect for the death, people. That's how. Uh, and it says here, this is from the, uh, the Daily News in Italy. Uh, mm-hmm. That, you know, this continues to this day all across the country. They have all of these very, very bizarre rituals ranging from, like you say, people cross their, you know, their cells. But, you know, this goes right when getting this a little bit later in the program with, I mean, on All Souls, Souls Day, All Saints Day, people like go to the cemetery. They, they like have, have a festival. They're, they're eating, they're drinking. They're like spending the whole day there, you know, like it's a big family event and picnic and stuff. I mean, um, it, it, it's the most flowers that, that are ever sold in a day during the year in Italy are sold November 1st because they're putting all the flowers on the grave. Uh, and it goes on and on. I mean, it's a somber affair, but it's like they don't really see the people as dead. They're there, like, basically talking to them and their whole family, right? Well, like I say, if someone dies, you usually go every Sunday, okay? Old people, you know, their own family, own husband, whatever. Sunday morning is the one they go. But this is when all family go visit them. You know what I mean? You go yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, and they even, and they even when they have these picnics there, they even bring out, like, food and wine for the deceased person, you know? Right. And we go around, like, you see grandma, you go see grandpa. Oh, you go see my uncle. And you keep going around the cemetery. That's what you do. <laughs> and in certain places, I guess, you leave a light burning uh, all night long in your house. You need a – you leave a – a bed made, you know, for them to sleep in. Um, of course, you take all kinds of toys, gifts, sweets, whatever your things are to the grave. And, I, and, then, and then I guess they have certain even special type of food that they make and they eat. Uh, this one thing is called um, Canta, di Mu- Canta di Murt. You ever heard of that? No, no I'm sorry. Car- Carita di Murt. Carita di Murt. Um it's a, it's a charity they do in the name of the dead where they, I guess, they they get tarts and treats and nuts and all kinds of things uh, that, that they do. To, you know, they sell, they, they help the, the poor. That's kind of a nice thing, you know. But there's all kinds of sweets they do and breads like that. It's quite a tradition anyway. So Right, right. You have different type of dessert. Yes, we do like that. That's uh, um, like we talked before, Fave de Morti or other type of uh, dessert that they do for the, those days. Well, this whole show, Marcia, is like going to be about the dead. I even got a surprise artist of the week I even told you about. And, of course, we got our surprise guest coming up. So, folks, don't go away. We're going to be right back after this short commercial, word from our sponsors, and a lot more Italian radio show coming right up. 
dici parto a Dio, tua lunda de das tu core, dosta terra dell'amore. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk radio network. Well, folks, welcome back to the Italian Radio Show. Now is our favorite part of the show. Every week, of course, we do a great food and drink segment brought to you by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. Tito's does so much for the community and different charities across the country. And what a great vodka. What a great taste. Next time you're doing a special party or event, make sure Tito's is a part of it. So now in keeping with our theme, Marcia, I asked you to put together something that would be, um, you know, along our theme with, you know, Day of the Dead, of celebrating right. the dead, and Italy's obsession with the dead. So I see you came up with a recipe, and I'm going to let you read it first in Italian, and I'll translate it. Okay. They call Fave dei Morti. Which is Beans of the Dead. Beans right. of the Dead. Okay. So tell me about Beans of the Dead. They're like um, macaroon, like cookies. You know, if you see the really uh, long oval kind okay, of Okay, okay. And uh, every region could be a little bit different now. If you go around regional Italy, they, they can make it different. So it's, kind of, so, so, so it's like a dessert, like a cookie, like yeah, a dessert. Okay. Yeah, you got to have macaroon, macaroon. The really yeah, 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 yeah. Like a macaroon, but only Italian style. Okay, so yeah. now, so do they, they, meet, they make them how? They make them with beans? Or they no. just look like beans? No, no. They look like beans. They don't make... <laughs> okay. All right. All right. They yeah. look like beans, but they're not made with beans. It's not... Yeah. All right. So what you use is like... Um, you can use flour. If you want to do gluten-free, you can do gluten-free too. All right. Okay. Okay. Flour. Okay. 
All right. Um, the recipe I find is not too much how to tell you exactly how many, how much ingredients you can find, but right. because you change region to region, just put five of them out, it will come out a uh, recipe that you So should. each, each place has its, has its own way. Yeah, so I'll tell yeah, you what's yeah. inside so you understand what's inside. All right, so okay, all right. flour or almond meal, uh, you can put some ground pine nuts inside, uh, and peel it, almond, uh, then you need uh, the one, um, uh, egg white. Uh, egg white, okay. To use those. Um, or, um, what else? Let's see, lemon zest. You go inside that too. Okay. Um, so these, so like, uh, but these are famous in different parts of Italy, okay. Um, right. I'm reading here, well, it says Trieste has some that are recognized by their pastel hues. Right. Okay? They do a little bit different. That one's more like, that's what I say. They do the divide, the eggs, the yolk, and right. the white. You know what I mean? That right, right. And, that and, and also they put some cocoa in there, mm-hmm. um, or they can make it like with a red food coloring. Then right. there's parts of uh, Marque. We talked about, remember, the Marque witches Marque. Uh, a- last week. Right. Mm-hmm. The Marque uh, does it more with aniseed, okay? Right. And, and and also with a flavored liquor that sounds good called Mistra. Right. Okay, Mistra. so I wonder why they call them. I wonder where they they got the name Fave de Morte. It must just be like the dessert of the dead. But it looks like they do them all over Italy on All Saints Day and All Souls Day, the first and the second of November. Right. 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 I think it's the sites because if you look the sites how it is. Yeah. They're not that big, okay? They're so small. It's like the size of beans, paper. Right. Yeah, well, not yeah. like beans, but still, you know, a little smaller than... Yeah, piccolo, piccolo. Along, like, it looked like a fava. fava yeah, yeah. That's so did you, did you make these when you were a kid? Did you have these? My mom, my mom, she's so good to do dessert. I'm horrible to make dessert, I have to yeah, be yeah. honest. I love to eat them. We're going to go visit your mom. We're going to get some. Your your mom sounds like he's a great baker. All right, Uh, folks. And there is your recipe, our food segment of the day. Family Morte, Beans of the Dead, right in with our theme. So now in keeping with uh, our theme of uh, Italy and the dead and, you know, how Italians are obsessed with the dead. Uh, uh, Italian All Souls Day, All Saints Day. Um... You have some great Italian proverbs for us today, Marcia. These are Italian proverbs about death. I I understand that, okay? Really happy. So, huh? Really happy, you know. Exactly. And these are things like, you know, I mean, that people actually say there. So, uh, you know, show you how, how the whole thing in that culture is. Um, I mean, we always think of Italians being, you know, happy and go lucky and singing and making pizza and everything, but they're obsessed with death, Okay. All right, so uh, so you read uh, the first we have. Let me see four proverbs. You read the first mm-hmm. one in Italian, and then I will read it in English. Okay. Oggi in persona, domani in sepoltura. Basically, today in person, tomorrow in a grave. So, okay. yeah. Is that? <laughs> all right, all right. La morte mi troverà vivo. La morte mi troverà vivo. Death <laughs> will find me alive. That's a pretty... Uh, Accurate one. And this I use a lot. La speranza è l'ultima a morire. La speranza è l'ultima a morire. Which a is morire. The, the hope is the last thing to die. So you use that a lot, huh? So, a lot. I mean, uh-huh. so, you, so you use these like in your everyday sayings and stuff, right? 
Right, it's when La Esperanza Teoria, when I try to finish something and they're like, I, I'm not going to finish, I'm not going to make it. No, you still have, you know, I can yeah. do it, I'm gonna die, I can do it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You still hope you can do it. All right. right. And then we have one more, which is? Del senno di poi ne son piene le fosse. Del senno di poi ne son piene le fosse. Which is literally translated, graves are filled with after-the-fact wisdom. That's right. So I guess it's the way when we say here, hindsight is always twenty twenty. When people talk about, oh, if I just know this, yeah. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. but, you know, so there right. you go. So so these are actually things, I mean, I you know, these are proverbs I know that you can look up, but these right. are things people actually use these phrases to say these, right? Yes, they still use it. You can hear them, yes. And there's so many more. Just Google it, have fun if you want to hear some more. But this is the short one, the one that you can hear more often. Yeah, yeah, got you, which is, uh, which is the, the, the La Speranza l'ultima a morire. That's when you use That's the most, right? Is, right? Yeah. Right. There you go, folks. We have once again done our community service for the week and given you your useful Italian phrases that you can use on your next trip to Italy. Thank you very much, Marzia Cabuto. Prego. All right, so you know I have put together a surprise artist of the week for you. I did a little bit of research on this. I went online, and I didn't want a place for you ahead of time because I wanted you to be as surprised as everybody else was when I played this first track, okay? Hey. So did you know, did you know that since 1984, there's actually been an official death song in Italy? This is how much this nation is obsessed with death, right? Uh, it's actually was done, it's it's called, uh, it's Limbo is the name of a, of a music project there. It's created by a Tuscan artist, Gianluca Becuzzi, okay? okay. Uh, and he came out in 1984. He does kind of gothic or goth rock type of industrial rock type of thing. But here is the official death song of Italy. As of up, Marcia. That's the actual official Italian you know, death song of the country. Uh, it's Limbo is I guess what it's basically called. Limbo by this Tuscan artist Gianluca Beccuzzi. Uh, and you know, it's not between when you have to go like... I know, I gotta tell you. I mean, there was a little bit too much for me. I know, not that, you know, I know every artist has the right to express themselves the way they want it, but that was just 
a little too much for me. Yeah, so I went to something a little more traditional here that okay. I figured we would actually feature here as we take people out to our commercial break. Uh, we'll play them a couple of minutes of the song. This is, this is actually called Il Padrino. It was actually the original song from the movie The Godfather that everything else kind of came out of, this original song. And interestingly, um, you know, The Godfather, of course, is all about the mafia, but it's a lot of death, death, death. Everybody always dying in there. And so this is the type of music they would have when people died, the funerals, yada, yada, yada. But at least it's something that's a little more um, stomachable. All right, here you go. I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hello, folks, and we're back with more West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show here on KMET Palm Springs, an affiliate of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestulligan, your host with my lovely co-host, Marcia Caputo, and a great guest today, one of my very favorite occult experts one of our very own Italian witches, Assunta Napoleone. I call her my Italian sister from Ischia, all right? And, of course, today's theme is we're talking all about Italians and the dead because today is All Souls Day all around the world, a big, big thing that they celebrate in Italy, right? Right, absolutely. Well, welcome back to the show, Assunta. It's always Grazie. good to do these, uh, you know, we always, every year, kind of our annual tradition is to do our Halloween show and then our All Souls Day show with you. And it's always a lot of fun. Thank you. Gracias. All right. So now, you know, it's interestingly, or it's interesting how much Italians are obsessed, obsessed with the dead. I mean, my mother, she's like 83, 84 years old. And it's like she's always obsessed not only with who died, but, you know, how the funeral is going. She's really obsessed about they have to have an open casket. They got to have an open casket. Like there's this whole morbidity where you got to be able to view the dead, parade them through the streets, so on and so forth. And so I thought, okay, where does this come from? Why are Italians so obsessed with the dead? And what I did is I traced this back. Uh, to the Romans. So this has been like in our culture for thousands of years, all right? The Romans used to say that the manner of a person's death was the most telling indication of their true character. It revealed that they were a true patriot, a genuine philosopher, maybe a great artist, and of course, you know, a lot of these Christians that were fed to the lions, you know, so it's a whole way that you died. And in ancient Rome, death was viewed as a spectacle, and of course, we know that's true because of Colosseum. So they had all the those those gladiators fighting to death, and you know, it's, you know, that was their like modern day um, uh, exhibition sports. Okay, but it was always about violent murders, uh, executions, suicides, and yet some of the most admired figures in history. A lot of them died, you know, very, you know, calmly in their sleeps and stuff. But, I mean, it goes on and on. So, I mean, this goes back where people were obsessed about some of these mythical women uh, in the ancient uh, Roman mythology like Lucretia and Nero's mother, Agrippina, and, and, you know, and, and all of the stuff surrounding death. I mean, death is a part of Italian history dating back to Rome. And it's still strong like that today, yes? Absolutely, because we don't think that um, a person is dead. You know, we think that the body's dead, but we honor the fact that 
they're still around that's why well, we have that's why we have ancestral altars i thought every house has one yeah um, yeah yeah so- my grandma used to say watch what you do it's your right. grandfather can see you oh yeah <laughs> yeah right. and the answer and that's true you go in these these homes yes. you got little ancestral altars it's almost like being in the voodoo place down like in the caribbean where they got little candles and they got people who are basically oh, the pictures of your love you have that like your parents have something like that in their house in italy my grandma used to all them so again you yeah. go down to my grandma she have all the pictures that like an altar Yes. Right, right. Like right there in the corner, a picture who died, the little candle on, and then, you know, all the the flowers and the candle. They're so honored. They're part of your everyday life. Yeah, so you feel they're still there watching you, taking care of you, and everything. So, you know, you got to be careful, little Johnny, what you're doing, say, because Grandpa has, you know, we're watching you, you know. So now, I know one of the things that kind of ties into this. We talked earlier about like when you uh, are going to be, you know, going along, you, you, you pick up. Hitchhikers, like they taught. Hitchhikers, meaning that you that everybody is going to be carrying some spirits along with them. That, that you know, kind of like glom onto them. Maybe they're good spirits, maybe they're bad spirits. But you know, so how do you know if you got hitchhikers, and, and what do you do? Uh, well, some some will actually show themselves, you know, or some uh, things will start moving around your house, or we call those poltergeists, right? Yeah, the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. The ones that are more mischievous, but then there's also the the meaner ones, ones that want to want to arm, and so you're gonna get start start to get sick or like feel they, depressed, these like demons or, and stuff in the old days, sure, yeah, 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 or yeah. depressed or you know that kind of are they good? Are there, are there good hitchhikers? I mean, like, can you get, like, maybe your, your grandma Addie or your, your grandpa who's going to be there taking care of you? Can you have good hitchhikers? I feel that my ancestors are always with me. Those are the good ones. Yeah, yeah. I welcome them to be around me. I mean. You can feel it. I do think yeah. when you are surrounded and you feel peace and calm, it's good. When you feel scare you already got the answer. Something's not right. Yeah. Peace in your body. Your body is the next. Let's talk about uh, the Dumb Supper. Okay, this is a big thing in Italy. It's a, and it's celebrated usually either on Halloween, which, you know, I know uh, you, you've only been celebrating Halloween for a few years, but you've been going back and celebrating, you know, the witches hallow the, you know, for many, many centuries of, you know, uh, October 31st. But November 1st is the Day of the Dead, All Souls Day, and where many times on one of these days or the other, they celebrate this dumb supper because, like you say, they believe the ancestors are are all still there. So they actually have, it's like their annual dinner when they have all the family over to the house, only all the family's dead, all right? So let's talk about the dumb supper. Okay. Um, well, it's what it is. It's called dumb because you don't talk during it. Yeah, the, 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 the dead don't have a lot to say usually, you know? <laughs> Not, not right off the bat. It's a, there's a lot of reverence. It's very somber. You know, you you keep your lights down. You put up your best china, your best silverware, your best tableware. You, if there is a grandma like turkey, for example, you want grandma over, so that's what you make for her. So you make special food that would indicate like what your 
ancestors yeah. that you want to, you know, would, it would yeah, them, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I, mean, I mean, like me, when I die, you know, if somebody wants to do that, they're not going to put a steak on the table because yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. coming. Seafood. She loves seafood. I tell you That's this. That's right. All right. I have ahead of time. So then what you do is you have your, your live guests who are there, but then whoever is your, um, your, your, your deceased guest or guests, yeah. you leave the extra chair or chairs empty, and yeah. those spots are all set for them like they're dining there, but the seats are left empty for those guests. Yeah, right? so say you have five, for example, that you want to honor that night, you want to invite over, so you put five table setting. If you have more than that, then you just put one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you might have like 10 people at your dinner, five of them are alive, and yeah. the other five were the deceased ones. All, the table's all set up and the chairs are left empty. Yes. Right. And um, so when you prepare food, that will appease them. Because as I said, if you put steak in front of me, you know, I'm not coming because I don't like it. So so you want them to be there. You want them to be part of, of that special night. It says then you need a white candle. Uh, but like you say, you want to keep it. You, you don't so, want to rely on electricity much. You want to do most, mainly with candles and you know, stuff like that, right? So white candles, whenever you want. I have one white candle that I keep wrapped in a black silk, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. But the white candle is only to contact spirits. That's all. Okay. You don't do all anything right. else with that, but in black keeps the energy in it and repels the energy. So it's, it stops the energy from coming in and stop energy from going out. That's the black candle. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. that's why the witches are a lot of time seen at wearing a lot of black because it repels negativity. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. It's the opposite of what most people would think, isn't it? Yeah. And then you have, you're supposed to have writing utensils. Okay. So then basically it says during the dumb supper, it says you're supposed to actually begin before midnight. Interesting. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, in the movies, like we're going to have it at the stroke of midnight because that's, you know, the witching hour. The witching you know? hour. No, this is happens before midnight, right? See. It says you don't speak. Right. Um, so you, you have all the electricity off. You have only the. Uh, the candles, if you if you have a clock, you make sure it's an analog clock, I guess a wind-up clock. Um, and there's a special chant that you do, too. I mean, it's, you can say it in English, but if you want me to say it in Italian. Why don't you say it in Italian first, and I'll read it in English, okay? A quelli che sono partiti, a quelli il cui nome vive nei nostri cuori e labbra, a quelli il cui nome è perduto nel mare dei tempi, a quelli le cui ossa sono, um, ossa è sotto e sopra, sono sotto e sopra terra... A quelli che le ceneri hanno viaggiato sul vento, noi che viviamo vi ringraziamo che cenate con noi, noi che viviamo vi auguriamo viaggi sicuri. So in English, basically, here's your translation. To those who have gone before, to those whose names live in our hearts and dance upon our lips, to those whose names have been lost in the sea of time, to those whose bones lie above and below the earth, to those whose ashes have traveled on the winds, we the living thank you for dining with us. We the living wish you safe travels. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's really cool, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. All right. So then 
Um, going on, it looks like during the supper. Um, so nobody starts to eat. Okay. Everybody needs to be there uh, right on time. Otherwise, the door is closed. Okay. And uh, nobody starts to eat until everybody's sitting down and the food is being dished out to everyone. Gotcha, gotcha. You leave, uh, you leave the two end of the table empty. Because that's where the seat of honor is. Okay, you know, for the your guests, your head of the table, the honored guests. Nobody sits there. So if you have more, the two sit there. So say there is a couple of grandmas, grandpa, grandma and grandpa. They sit at the, you know, they're dead. You leave those those spaces for them. Gotcha, gotcha. And then it's up to you where you want to sit the rest of them. But. So, yeah, that's what you do. And then another kind of like quirky little thing, which so is, when do you eat, which is weird. Yeah. You start with dessert first. And then oh, you, you eat go, backwards. You eat backwards. You eat backwards. Interestingly. Okay. So now then, how do you know, like, if the person, you know, shows up? I mean, do they ever appear? I mean, you know, you know, funny thing. Sometimes you do see things flicker and you do really? see, really? see shadows. There is actually in Sicily is one of the biggest um, uh, country of the biggest regions in which they do the stunt supper. It's huge down there. And there have been uh, like uh, videos of shadows moving across uh, the table as this dumb supper has been, it's been done. So, you know, this is the time of the year in which the dead can come close, can travel very, very, very easily. Right, right, um, right. And there's, there's a whole thing about it. But And they said, one last thing here, they said that you can even have a premonition of your yes. future partner. Like if you're yeah. single, you're looking, you know, who you're going to marry in the future. Interesting mm-hmm. that that would be part of it, isn't it? It's yeah. almost like they're telling you from the other side, hey, this is the person you ought, you ought right, to be with, right? Right, right. Well, the question I have is this. First is the candle that you say you wrap it on the silk. Yeah. I would like to know that one. And the second one, why are you eating backwards? Why we don't eat like a normal... Well, Well, I think it's probably um, logically, I don't have the 100% announcer for that, but I feel that because they're coming back to life, Mm. maybe they're starting from backwards coming forward. You know, go back and see it. Hey, got it. Like rewinding. And then then the soak over the cattle, you know, the black cattle, of course, you said that's to repel the evil. or No, just other energy. It can be anything. Like, for example, even my tarot cards, I have stuff in them so that they don't attract other energy because I want my energy in the cards. And, um, yeah, you wrap them in, in black silk because silk is one of the material that will repel um any right. energy it doesn't Ooh. even good energy you don't want okay. it there because you want your energy got you got you you are working with this so then one last thing here it says that they apparently they hand out paper and pen pencils so that you write a message to i guess yeah. the guest the pe- person you want grandma whoever you want the dead person to, to be there each person writes a message to them and then it says you bring the paper to the candle, you burn them to the ashes. Yeah, right? that's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty normal thing to do whenever you do a ritual to write it down on a piece of paper, and then you put it. You know, you burn it. So basically, the smoke gets uh, gets into other realms, much like uh, when you smudge yourself. Right, right. And so it goes. It brings you a message to other realms for it to manifest. 
Um, so after the dumb supper, then you sit down in like a meditative, uh, in a meditative place and you listen because right now all your, your loved ones that have passed on are there and they might, they might not have a message for you. Hey, well, we're going to kind of leave you with these thoughts, folks. Okay. The dumb supper, while it isn't particularly a dangerous ritual, it's always going to have someone like Asunta who is like, you know, really an occult expert who would be there leading you through it uh, because there are still some risks involved or something or perhaps someone who might show up that you didn't invite and you don't want to have there, if you know what I mean. So uh, as always with these type of things, you have to perform them at your own risk. This is Tony Lestella. We're going to take a, take, uh, take a quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with a lot more Italian radio show. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find the store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Tu te ne vuoi 
corre, mamma mia ma venia di perché, che sta smania non da vola so. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Our song of the week, remembering a dear one who is no longer with us. In the wee small hours, with the KMET ABC Italian radio show band, Tony and the Goombas, John Marino on piano. In the wee small hours of the morning, while the whole wide world is fast asleep, If only she would call In the wee small hours of the morning That's the time you miss her most of all Folks, it's time for our Italian events. We have different events from all over the Western United States. And if you have an Italian event that you would like to submit to us, please go to our website, WCIR.biz. Again, remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz, and you can submit your event to us there. Um, We have a great calendar that we're establishing on the website that will have all of the events, the big ones, the small ones, from all over the country, and for the you know, for the ones actually on our, our on our event calendar here on the show, 
uh, we have to kind of pick the large ones because we only have a limited amount of time. So you can pick just the major ones here. But all the other events will be there on our website. So please send us your events. Uh, now, getting right here to kind of the main events coming up over the next uh, 30 to 60 days. Starting right out, we have Andre Bocelli concerts. Very, very exciting. The number one Italian singer in the world. He's going to be coming to different places, Texas, Utah, Oregon, Washington State, various places across the western United States, starting as early as October 24th through the end of November. Make sure you go to wherever uh, your local ticket master is. Find out for the dates and locations in your area to get tickets. November 7th, great, great car show, the best of Italy and France car show. This is going on down at the Woodley Park at Woodley Avenue, Van Nuys, California. It's free for spectators. Make sure you check it out, folks. We're going to have some wonderful, wonderful Italian cars there and French cars as well. Moving on to Sunday, November 14th, the 15th International Risotto Festival. This sounds like fun, okay? This is going to be at the Houston Design Center in Houston, Texas, okay? Proceeds go to fight hunger and to end waste. So it sounds like a very good cause. Make sure you go to the Houston Design Center website for ticket information. I love risotto, I tell you. Uh, no, you can you know. send it there to check if it's really good, you know, just an idea. Absolutely. And then last but not least, we have coming up our first event of the holidays, the Seattle Italian Club Annual Christmas Party and Dance on Sunday, December 5th. With music by Mary Marchese and the Rave Band. Mary's a wonderful, wonderful performer. I just did Fessy Italiano with her up in Seattle. It's the Glen Acres Golf and Country Club where it's going to be located. Make sure you contact the Seattle Italian Club to get your tickets. So now you know, Marcia, I was telling you earlier, we have a brand new website, beautiful website that was made for us by one of our partners, David Mastis. Does wonderful work. Make sure, folks, you go and check this out. Again, remember the name of our show, the West Coast Italian Radio. So the acronym WCIR, WCIR.biz. Go there, check out the new website. We are starting the very first International Italian Business Directory. We're launching it this month, okay? Uh, it's going to have all the businesses, all the Italian businesses worldwide. So wherever you're living in the world, you can Google an Italian business. Of course, it's going to be a thing over the next six months getting all the businesses added. But it's really going to be a very, very cool thing. Um, and then if, right from there, you can listen to our show 24-7. This show, immediately when we're done, goes up into our podcast. It's free to all your friends, all your family, all over the world. Please share it, and the way you share it is send them to our website. They can click on it there. They'll take, go right to our page with KMET, and you can hear the show in our archives there in our podcast, both this show and all of our other shows from the last seven years. So please make sure you share it with all your family and friends because we love our listeners wherever they are around the world. And, you know, Marcia, last but not least, we've been talking about this, and we're finally ready to do it. Our after-hours show, mm-hmm. our first after-hours show, Luci Italiano, uh, Italia, go ahead, tell, tell me how you say it. <laughs> That's why you need me. Radio Italiana Luce Rossa. Radio Italiana Luce Rossa, there you go. Radio Italiana Luce Rossa, the red light Italian show, where we tell you what we really think 
about the topics of the show. And we can be very graphic with how we want to say things uh, because we're Italian. We don't have the FCC on that show breathing down our backs. It's all on the Internet. You have to be 18 years and older by subscription only. It's coming out this month. Again, go right to our website, WCIR.biz, because we have shows there that you don't want to miss and some great guests as well. So, folks, thanks so much for listening to us today. Make sure you tune in next week as every week, Mondays, 4 o'clock Pacific time, right here out of the Palm Springs area. We're going to bring you another great show with the ABC KMET Palm Springs, part of the West Coast Italian Radio Network. I'm your host, Tony Lestel, signing off with a lovely Marcia Caputo. Ciao a tutti ragazzi, ciao, un bacio. While rain is falling, I cry with you.